Hello, welcome back to Still Struggling with Bree and a friend. Hello. Sorry, we're still struggling with that. Yay, okay. Um, now, last time you might have thought our audio sounded terrible. Well, get a load of this one. You are gonna- Well, while Bree is playing fetch with Kevin Jonas's dog, I'm still here on campus. Bree does live next to Kevin Jonas, that's why I said that. Um, I don't think he has a dog, but with his daughter. When I playing play fetch, fetch with, with his, his kid. <laughs> We originally had this topic picked out, but then, you know, the whole emergency topic came about. So uh, Mike and Evans, you better have listened to it by now. I don't it was think for he you. does. And but... he does not want to be mentioned by name. So let me say it again. Mike Nevins. <laughs> Michael Nevins. <laughs> Do you need me to spell it? So we're going back to our topic that we were going to discuss before, which is Friends. And you're probably wondering, oh my gosh, of course they can talk about this. They just have so many. Right. And you were correct. Each other. (laughs) (laughs) We do have great friends. But coincidentally, they all wanted to be on this podcast. And guess what? We said no. 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 They're going to make a separate podcast on friends and why we're the worst friends. (laughs) I can't blame them. So. We're going to start this podcast by assuming you already have some friends, at least one friend. We're hoping. If that is not the case, email us. We'll make a completely different podcast on gaining even a friend. But I think everyone has a friend, even if you don't and know if it. not, we're your friends. So yeah. we're going to talk about how to... We're assuming that you have friend or friends. So how do we maintain a healthy friendship with said friend or friends, you may ask? Oh, don't you worry, babies. Here we are to tell you. Everyone in their life has had friendship drama. I think the main stage of having it is around seventh grade. But let me tell you, it does not stop there. Because I feel like in life, we are always questioning if we have good enough friends or if our friends um, are good people for us. So essentially with Crazy, friendship... Actually, I'm... Are you questioning that currently? I knew knew that this is a very hard (laughs) podcast to film with your current friends. (laughs) I'm not questioning it currently, but you question it in the scheme of life with every person that is a friend to you. And that question is answered immediately. And I say, they're great. That's what I think. that's what I thought they said. Oh my God, this is going to be a touchy subject. But (laughs) before I got to college and made these wonderful friends that have proven friendship boundaries are forever. I've developed some rules for how to make essentially the healthiest of friendships. So I think it's really important. And as I'm saying this, you guys are going to think I'm super hypocritical because I literally have a friend group (laughs) and that is 90% of the time that people I hang out with. But it's very important to have a balance between different groups. But like I can say like I still talk to other people and I still hang out with other people. Like I hang out with people at home and I hang out with like lacrosse and I hang out with like different mixes of people. And I think that's important to not only be exclusive to one group because it's bound to, like, explode eventually. Yeah, not even, like, explode, but just, like, sometimes you need a break. Like, even just, like, when you're with people as much as we're with our friends, sometimes you just look at them and you just want to literally punch their faces in. Yes, in, like, the nicest way possible. And it's not even them. It's just how much time you spent with them. Yes. And it's so much better for you to get time apart for them than spend the entire day, like, just being awfully rude. Because I know I've done it. 
because when I can't hang out with the same people again and again, it just is like, I am so sorry, but I am going to release all awfulness on you. That does um, happen. Like, well, because then when you're with people so much, your moods just like are reflected onto them because yeah. like they're just always there. So it's so easy to just like if you're having a bad day to just take it out on them. Like yeah. I know sometimes I'm just so mean to yes. you guys. I'm like, I am so sorry. Like I'm apologizing for myself, but I'm literally still being mean to you people. <laughs> um, don't be exclusive. And that goes along with don't get too attached to one friend. Also a little hypocritical because I left school on Sunday and I already FaceTimed Fran three times by Monday. But <laughs> don't get too attached to one friend because I know many friendships, but they will potentially demolish because when you have just two people that are so close, it is like bound to not work out. I know you're obsessed with me. <laughs> TikTok. Um, but yeah, it's honestly, I think it's we're particularly very lucky because we have a relatively big friend group and I'm comfortable like I could hang out with all of like any of you at any time alone. Like yeah. it's not like like, I think we all have close friendships with each person in the group. Yeah. So I think that's important to not just focus all of your time and effort onto one person because, like, everyone cares about you, so you got to give everyone a little love and back. Yeah, and it's like you get so attached to that person that you start, like, having not two different personalities but just becoming one morphed ideal. And then it also makes it, like, kind of like a marriage how sometimes just, like, looking at them just, like, oof. yeah. It's like sometimes it's like break shut up. Yeah, because when you're that attached to someone, that's what makes like such a more dramatic detachment. It know? doesn't even have to be like explode or like it just kind of like things fade and you just kind of get sick of it. Yeah, and even if it's just for a little while, like some you just need a break from people. Yeah, or it will just not go well. Um, oh, I heard this quote the other day. You cannot have expectations of someone if you don't communicate it. So you have to, if you're angry at someone, you have to tell them why. Because you can't just, like, sit and sulk in a corner to your friend and then expect them to understand why. You also can't immediately expect them to fix it. But if you're mad at someone, you have to tell them why, essentially. Because... Yeah, the thing that annoys me the most, like, when I can tell my friends are upset, I'm just like, what is wrong? Like, just, just yeah. tell me what is wrong. Like, just don't sit there and not talk for two hours and expect me to just... Read your mind. Right. Just say the words. And if it has nothing to do with me, that's fine. If you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. But I just need to know, or I don't know how to act around you, and what I could be doing could be angering you more, and there's no reason for it. So I feel like with college, like, friends, I feel like to have some friends, you don't need to be with them at all times. Like, there's a lot of friends that, like, you have during stages of your life, you know? Yeah. I mean, like... You don't, yeah, it's very true that I think the best friends are the ones you don't have to be with every second of the day, but you still know that they're there. Like my best friend from home, we played basketball together since fourth grade and we see each other probably like once or twice a year, but like still, it's just like when we get back together, it's like nothing ever, like nothing changed. Yeah. Like it's just so easy. And you don't have to like, like if you're like not texting while you're at college, it's not like you're not friends or as good of friends. It's just you're in two different places, right? My friends at college, some of them I don't talk to at all when I'm on break, but then when I come back, it's like nothing's ever changed. Yeah, Brie really doesn't like talking to us over breaks. I was not referring to you people. You people are the people I talk to the most. 
Oh, then Brie, I'm concerned for Brie because she just simply does not talk to anyone. I have talked so much. I sent three Snapchats yesterday and a TikTok. <laughs> and I've been gone for two days. You've been talking more this this time. I thought, because than... I, I thought I was, I was like, I'm being too much. Not everyone needs to know this much about my life. But now that I know my content is wanted, oh. I think it's just because I personally don't. I just send, like, 100 TikToks a day and just, like, send 38 messages and I just don't care at all. Now, it's really a lesson to learn. See, now that Fran communicated that to me, now I know. Instead of thinking (laughs) that whole time, man, I'm being annoying by sending all this. But there's a lot of friends in life. Like, there are some people that I was, like, best friends with because we did this one class together. And then we don't, like, talk after that. Like, there's convenience friends in a way. Like, Mm -hmm. friends you're friends with because of work or a sport. Like, you're so close with them. And it doesn't mean you're not good friends after the fact, but it's that thing that brought you together. Yes, I agree. It's kind of good having those type of friends. Like I've made a lot of good friends just through classes. Yeah. Signs of good and bad friends. I think talking about bad friendship, like toxic traits, shows why your friends are even better. Like, I, I don't realize how good my friends... This sounds so bad. I don't realize how good... If you disagree with anything said in the podcast, Brie is the one being controversial. I'm just sitting here talking about how you can make the best friends ever and how great my friends are. And then Brie is just pooping on everyone's head. My dad said the other day, the the bosses that taught him the best were bad bosses. Because bad bosses make you realize what a good boss is. So bad friends make you realize what a good friend is. It is proven that you learn the most when mistakes are made. Yeah, so that's why I feel like we should go over the bad traits. But now let me talk about the toxicity of friends. Okay. Um, number <laughs> if, you one. Are, if you have these traits, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I do that, um, get it together, people. <laughs> that's you're a bad friend. Yeah. <laughs> if someone only comes around for when you do something successful or something in your life is going on, that's a little weird. Like, we said before, there's some friends that you see every so often. But if they come mm-hmm. around, like, right around the time that you're having a birthday party or right around the time that you achieve something really cool, then it's sketchy, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a little suspicious that they only want to be your friend so they can say, oh, we were such good friends. Like, I knew her. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know what we plan on doing that's going to be that great that those people are going to come back and be oh. like, when what this is podcast we, is yes. number one on Spotify, everyone's going to be like, they were talking about me and they're like, I went through high school with them, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Even though like, I'm still friends with my high school. It's friends, a thought so. that goes through everyone's mind that like when you become, if you ever have this famous moment, like when I step onto the Oscar stage and accept my award, how, who will text me that never has texted me before? We will have to see. I have some ideas. Yeah, me too. the second one lame excuses so i personally have a theory about excuses i know there are some excuses that are valid but if you really want to do something and care about something you usually find a way to make it happen so if there's a friend that keeps on making excuses to not hang out with you don't take it personally but it will be kind of personal. They probably don't want to hang out with you. I'm having a red alert go off because I am the lame excuses person. But it's like also sometimes it's just like if I'm laying in my bed, I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to do anything tonight. It's different, I think, with you. I think it's like, so if you have plans, like big plans, not just like, do you want to come watch a movie? Oh, yeah. If you have big, huge plans and you've spent a lot of time and like, 
energy into these plans. And then when the day comes, they're just like, I like have to go do homework. Yeah. Like, it's like, if you really cared, you would have done that earlier. So next is friend group drama. The drama. This is the one that Bree just wants to talk about so much. And our friend group personally, I'm sure a lot of you, this might be relatable, but our friend group personally, the most drama we have, I don't even know. No, we just like get really petty you to, about you facts. You went to calf without me. And then like we, our friend group is like kind of like sisters. Like you get in these like screaming matches, but then you're fine the next second. But we don't even get in, like, angry fights at each other. We get in fights over really stupid things. Like, it'll be about, like, like, say I say, like, oh, like, most strawberries are made in, like, Greenland. And, like, say Erin <laughs> has been to Greenland. She's like, there are no strawberries there. And then someone else will pipe in and be like, actually, most strawberries are made here. And then we act like we're all experts <laughs> on strawberries for around 20 minutes. And we all act like we are so sensitive to the topic of strawberries and we need to stand up for them as people. And then we fight about it until we're like, why do we care? <laughs> and then we're like, can love... we just drop this and then we're fine? Yes, we're eight people that always need to be right. <laughs> yes, that is so true. So unless you're, like, we're going to talk about this as maybe it'll relate to you more. Because our friend group, I mean, maybe Bree thinks it relates, I don't know. Exclusion. Aha, uh-huh. the perfect example of this is if you've ever been to a birthday party, um, as... I hope you have, um, when you were younger. This specifically is probably more towards girls, but guys, maybe it happened to you too. All these girls... I think if it's a guy, I think it's called a slumber party. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so you go to the birthday party, and it's like at some dinner or something, and all the girls bring, like, the Vera Bradley duffel bags. And you're like, that's weird. Why did everyone get the birthday girl Vera Bradley duffels and you're like oh no that's not their gift they brought bags and you're like this is just a dinner why would they need all that and then you get in the car to leave and they drop you off first even though you're the furthest house away and then (laughs) it slowly processes you in your mind within the next three to four days because you have a pea-sized mind because you're a 10 year old that they were having a sleepover without you this sounds personal Actually, no need to flex, but I was usually invited to the sleepover, and if I wasn't, I didn't realize, so good job getting away with it. But I was not invited to the sleepovers. And it hurts. It's like, why did you even invite me to the sleepovers when I was little, so maybe that's why. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they didn't invite you because they knew. That's yeah, they were, being, they were being really considerate. <laughs> but not even telling you. <laughs> but the thing is that I've learned is when someone doesn't really care about you, in that sense, and don't take it as just the birthday party sleepover example, because yelling at a 10-year-old won't get much into their head. Yeah, but, but like, if someone's going out of their, like, if if you personally, even, are going out of your way, so, like, people don't know what you and, like, two other girls are doing instead of, like, everyone being invited, like, if you're being that sneaky about it, like, you can kind of tell that's toxic. Yeah. And it's also, like, yelling at them and being like, how dare you not invite me and all this stuff won't really get across to them. It'll probably just think, make them think, wow, so many people want to be at my sleepover. Like, if you just make a mental note of it, keep moving on and realize, oh, that person did something that's semi-toxic to me. Not yell and scream about it, but just make a mental note and realize that they can't expect things from you if they don't give them back to you. I think that's a better way of going about it. Yeah, that's also not a good way to get your friends to respect you is by if you're upset with them instead of just going to them directly and 
and that's putting another emotions way, yeah. aside, a lot of times too, like if you are confronting your friends about something, you need to kind of take a second, pull your actual thoughts together instead of just letting the emotion take over and then have an actual conversation. Yeah. And you can't, that's another way of, like, you have to tell them you're mad. You can't just sit around and sulk and expect them to realize. And you also can't just, like, tell everyone else. And then be like, yes. how do they not realize that You can't go around now? telling everyone how horrible your friend, like, you, blah, blah, like, Bree's being a horrible friend, blah, blah, blah. And I go tell it to all my 50 other people. Yeah. And then I never tell Bree. And then it gets back to Bree and she was like, wait, I didn't even know. Yeah. And also, like, you could see something and automatically assume, like, oh, my God, they're all hanging out without me. And they'd be like, oh, we were at our basketball game for our travel basketball team. You know, like. You can't assume things. Yeah, so when you see, scenario. like, Brie and, like, LeBron and Michael Jordan in a picture... Like, hanging out. Like, we were, we would have invited you if you made the AAU basketball team. Exactly. But it's Not AAU all of us only. are as good as Brie and Bronny. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Bronny be chilling on the bench together. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're on the court. Bronny's on the bench because oh, yeah. you just stole his starting position. That would be it. Okay, then the last example is I had these two preschoolers in my summer camp. You guys probably think this summer camp has shaped a lot of my life, as I've not only mentioned it once, but in every single podcast. But <laughs> there were these two girls, I won't use their names, even though you can't find them on the internet, because they're both three years old and barely potty trained. <laughs> but we'll say, like, Lily and Sarah. So Lily didn't like playing sports. Sarah loved playing sports. But Lily and Sarah created this very, very attached relationship that whenever we played basketball and Lily would sit out and sulk, Sarah would sit out and sulk because she thought she had to do what Lily was doing. And I feel like that's such a bad dependency to rely on. And at a very early age to learn that too. So I forced Friends are important, but you also have to be independent. Yes. You cannot let, I realize this not through friendships, but through other aspects of my life that you cannot let your happiness be reliant on having someone else there with you. Yes. You have to be happy in like as a person. Like personally, you have to be happy first and you have to be able to be happy alone. And then like having these friends to supplement that just makes life 10 times better. Yeah, like friendships like that are almost very similar to relationships. Like I've had friendships that are so dependent and it's like all of their emotions... Or relying on your emotions. Like, when they're sad, you have to be sad. Like, you have to be constantly there. And it's just, like, a lot of commitment. Like, I'm not here for it. <laughs> I'm not here for the commitment. Um, we talked about how to maintain the friendships you already have. How to notice toxicity within yourself and within your friends. And how to address it without turning it into freaking... Oh, can I say Without turning it into World War Three over, did you think, um, did you think frickin who, was added to who the left world? the door unlocked? I don't know. Is that now in the curse word dictionary? Frickin, I don't know. It just makes me sound unprofessional. Oh, because this podcast is oh so professional. It is. I'm an expert at podcasting and at all things competitive suffering and friendship right. and because all our statistics are cited and. Yes, I did. Francis Chapone's 2020. <laughs> that's my that's my. I said it once, so it's true. And that's how we are in our friend group. We're like, we said it, so it's a fact. And they're like, where did you get it from? One time, two of us caught in a fight over whether a movie was good. Neither of us watched it. We just we fought over the trailer. I'm like, it sucks. She's like, it was so good. I'm like, when did you see it? She's like, when did you see it? I'm like, I didn't. 
She's like, I didn't either. What movie? It was Parasite. She was basing it off the trailer. I was basing it off the poster. <laughs> so say you do have friends. Or you, like, you struggle a little bit with making them. It's okay. Or you feel like you need to make, like, new friends or, like, expand out of your circle. Yes. How do we do that? So, the best way, honestly, to make friends is by being bold and just, like, going for it. Like, go up and talk to people. Like, we made a lot of friends freshman year by just having our doors open. That's how I met Pat. Howie and Quincy. Exactly. They were looking for another room. But it just so happened that our door was open, so they came in. I act like I lived with you because I basically did. Emmy, Emmy takes extreme credit for it. Apparently, she knocked on their door, then they came back looking for her, and then that's how it all began. You have to take action. You can't just sit there and wait for the world to come to you. That's not how life works. I think we've established that. We've talked about it with manifestation. You can't just put something out there saying, I want it, and then it just comes to you. No. You have to put in the work. Yes. So, Mayan, like, especially with college, the way I've made a lot of my friends is, like, through classes and kind of being clueless and just, like, looking at people in the class and be like, do you know what you're doing? And then being like, no, I have no clue. And then we, like, sit and work on it together. And then, bam, we're friends. Yeah, and, like, being friends of other people's friends. So, say I have a friend in the class and they constantly talk to someone else. We're all friends now. We all... Exactly. That's how it works. That's how I make it. But you friends. can't just, you have to put some input into the conversation. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you can't just be like, it's like you think you're, like, everyone always is like, no, it'd be weird if I asked them. No, they're probably also, like, have nothing to do. You know? Like, no one's really opposed to making new friends. And if they say no, they say no. But it's like, I don't know. I don't think you can ever have too many friends. Yeah, I don't know. I, oftentimes I feel like friendships stem from the, like, the dumbest things. Like, I met Bree and one of our other good friends, Lauren LT, to be exact, at a one, our first hall meeting, our first semester freshman year of college. We had to stand in a line and go like speed dating with the people in the hall. And Bree came up to me and she was like, what's one place you would want to travel? And then I told her and then she told me mine. And then the rest is history. Look at us now. But the reason we became really good friends is because of our econ class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, my econ class this year, too, is I've made even more friends. Yeah. But so pretty much just take econ and you'll have all the friends. Do that. To, no ex- to figure out econ and for emotional support. Yeah. I, I'm i not the most, like, outgoing. Like, I won't go up and randomly talk to people. But the times I've had, it has worked out pretty well. Like, very short anecdote, but one time I was at a music festival and someone turned around. So I guess it's there thing that they did but they said where are you from I was like oh you won't know it but like I'm like 45 minutes from the city and then he was like I'm 45 minutes from the city I'm like oh it's probably 45 minutes in the other direction and then we slowly started narrowing down until we realized we are in fact next door neighbors that have never met each other so now he's one of my very close friends but I never would have met him if I didn't speak to him at this event two hours from our home so it's even harder now to make friends in a global pandemic, because you're like, what? I can't do much. Yeah. I can't meet anyone. But it's still, there's still ways, and it's almost better in a sense, because people need friends now more than ever. So they're more open to friendship. I feel so. Yeah, I feel like everyone's in the same boat, so. 
Oh Everyone's a little lonely, sad, looking for something to do. So I might as well make some new friends, have yeah. some new people to talk to. Um, most of the friends I've made through COVID were once again related to school. Oh, another tip to make friends in college. Don't have a roommate and then find someone else who doesn't have a roommate <laughs> and then kind of know them and then just be like, and then have her say, do you have a roommate? And then I say, no, I don't. And then she says, do you want to be my roommate? And then I say, okay. And now we're best friends. I think rekindling friendships isn't an awful idea. Not like friendships that were like explosive and died, but like people that you like semi knew, like try to make better friendships with some people. You know, some people we write off so quickly, but it's like, oh, why were we never friends with them? Probably some stupid reason. Honestly, though, like, even, like, rekindling, like, close friendships. Like, my best friend all through high school, like, we didn't talk for, like, all through college. And even, like, kind of senior year of high school, we, like, drifted a little. But now, like, we're just, like, talking again. It's just kind of crazy how, like, I don't know, you don't even think about it. And then you're just friends again. Kapow! So we're going to do a little, like questions of the week um you're gonna ask who asked them we're gonna keep it anonymous because no one did uh, <laughs> yeah so we wrote them all we assumed what you guys were thinking there's only three. First question they're like controversial friend topics are you allowed to tell your friend they aren't allowed to be friends with someone else anymore ready let's say our answers on the count of three one two three no. yes Oh. <laughs> mine has exceptions so you can explain yours first okay well my no also has exceptions like so my personal example comes from my good old cuzzy cuz tie when i was quite upset over something that happened with another human instead of being like oh i get it fran like i'm on your side blah blah, blah. no he did kind of not talk to me at all about it and then did continue to hang out with the other person being there for me when he knew that I was the one who was hurt and I wasn't really in the wrong anywhere he did not really sympathize with that he just kind of acted like nothing happened and continued to be close with the other person which like I don't care if you're still like friends but you don't have to like go out of your way to like post with them and like do all this stuff when like if it's if you were just like kind of neutral in it but not tie if you're my best friend that's why i say yes in those scenarios but then to also like say like two people in your friend group d and you're friends with both of them it's like hard to like choose sides but i guess in a scenario like yours it's just kind of like you keep that in the back of your mind about like their character just because if they want to be friends with this person that you think is so not good it also shows something about their personality yeah i don't even know if it's like the fact that the person is not good is i feel like people's actions like they have to have consequences yeah and you can't just act like so but say you said you can't be friends with him then that also comes with he could tell you you can't be friends with other people and it like kind of it depends on what kind of friendship you want and if you want that much See, I don't think other. I would ever explicitly be like, you can't be friends with yeah. them. I think personally, I, I would just, just like inside be hurt, but never really say anything. I wouldn't be happy about it. And I would like remember that about you, but I wouldn't like specifically say you cannot be friends with this person. But like, I would expect like really close to my friends. If someone like really actually wronged me, 
I did not like, like. I wouldn't want them to be friends with that person just for yeah, like seriously hurt you, and they watched you yeah. like be hurt and like sat with you as you were going through it. Yeah, and then they still went out and were like best friends with that person. Like I just, it's hard to yeah, it's hard accept to that. Justified. Okay, the second one, the girl code. It kind of kind of the same thing, but like, can someone date your ex or be friends with your ex as like a girl? Like, can I think being friends? Yeah. Because you can't, like, expect the whole world to stop because you broke up with someone. Yeah. But at the same time, it also is, like, what were the, like, what situations surrounded the breakup? Yeah, it also depends on, like, the relationship. Honestly, if you ask them and they said they didn't mind, then I think, I think it's their justification. And if they don't want you with the person. Like, even if, like, say you got in a relationship and you broke up and you were sad. Yes, I would be, like, I understand, like, you being upset and I would obviously be there for you. But at the same time, like, if I'm friends with that person and, like, you just broke up with no, like, extreme reason, like, it just kind of ended and, like, yes, you were sad just because you, like, like the person, love the person, whatever. But I would probably still be friends with the person just because, like, I would never date the person because that's just weird. I yeah. don't. I think that's weird. Is it bad to have more guy friends than girlfriends? I mean, my experience, I have a lot of guy friends, but, like, my core group of friends who I know will genuinely always be there for me and who I can always talk about serious stuff, like, those are always girls for me. But then I also have, like, I have fun with hanging out with the guys because I'm, like, a bro. I'd say I have guy friends, but I immediately, usually, for most problems, just go to girlfriends, and I think that's fine. I like having guy friends for, like... They, like, lighten the mood. Yeah, but it's, like, I just... But I think it's important to have guy friends. Because they bring a nice balance. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. I like our mixture of guy and girlfriends. Last question. How many friends is a good amount of friends? I think there is no limit. Have all the friends. But I think it's, like, don't feel bad if you don't have that many friends because it's so much better to have, like, five good friends than, like, 20. I would always rather have a very close group, small group of friends than, like, having a ton of people that you're, like, kind of friends with but not really. Yeah. We lied. This is our last, last question. Should you always be expected to bring your like best friend or like super closest friends with you wherever you are like wherever you go like should it just be assumed that they're coming with you i personally think i've learned no i agree like sometimes if you if you want like yes but also wow that made no sense (laughs) i was like no but sometimes if you want yes but you also need breaks like sometimes things you plan are just like we talked about before, you just get so sick of looking at people, just even looking at Bree's face on this Zoom for the past 40 minutes. I just want to reach through and because she's redone her hair at least 38 times. I think no, because I will not be inviting Fran to the next events after that. But I've like, it's like, why do you constantly need that person there? And it's also like, if you have different friend groups, it's like, if you're constantly bringing this person around, you're constantly associated with them, and I think you should have different plans. Obviously, yes, I've been offended if my friend goes to some party and doesn't tell me. I think it's important, though, like, on another hand, to, like, integrate, like, people. Like, I don't know. Like, yes, I I'm, like I see where you're coming from. Like, it's not your group of friends. But not all the time, but, like, in certain situations, like, that kind of can go to exclusion, too. 
True. They can become friends with those people. True. I just think it depends on how much I invite them to and how much they invite me to. Like, if I invite them to, like, seven vacations, every party I've ever been to, and then they don't try to invite me to something, then it's like, that's not really fair. If you're the one putting all the effort in, they're just mooching off of your life. Yeah, that wouldn't be fair. So it depends on what you're giving to what you're getting. In my personal conclusion... So in my personal conclusion, in order to maintain your healthy friendships, you need a good balance of time with your friends, time without what you do, blah, blah, blah. Recognize when you are being toxic and like when your friends are, and instead of just ignoring it, just try and have a logical conversation about it. And in order to make friends, be bold, get out there and say, hello, ask people like people i've learned people are actually so willing to help and like that can actually spark a lot of friendships i've just had learned so much about friends over the years because i've just been such a giving person and it's sometimes backfired sometimes not but it's really made me realize what good friends are and i feel like with the friends i've made in college it has made me even realize even more what good friends are i've been told that you're like the five people you hang out with most shape who you are. So I've just tried finding people that make told me you that. the world. Stop trying yeah. to find my statistics. Cited by Brie. <laughs> Cited by Visco. So the people you hang out with um, impact you the most. So I've tried finding people that like challenge me in a good way, but also just are like entertaining and there for me. I generally gravitate towards people that like always want to do things and like, are up for my ideas and, like, don't find my constant talking about, like, stupid things like the Olive Garden break even, like, boring. Like, honestly, people that just make you feel better about yourself and not, like, a burden are the people you should gravitate towards. Yes, surround yourself with people who make you a better person. Yes, because we all are there to support everything you do. And call you out when you're not doing things you do. But, like, we decrease our self-worth based on, like, what other people think of us. And if it's, like, your closest circle of people, you should reconsider who you're friends with. Because you honestly, your friends are supposed to be the people that bring you up the most and are, like, the relief out of the day. Like, they're supposed to make you happier, not, like, more stressed. That's important to realize. And it's important to call yourself out when you're hanging out with people who don't make you feel good about yourself. And you should not feel guilty for wanting to detract yourself from them because it's what's best for you yes and on that be with people who bring you up not tear you down and if you need any friends we're here we're here all the time dms email yes never until i met my friends now did i ever think like these are the friends i'm gonna be with for the rest of my life but now like i'm convinced that the group of friends we have now are like my forever friends this is our this is the topic that we've had the least problem with so far so so far we thought it was important to touch on email us email us we love our emails we got the nicest email possible oh my gosh do you think she's listening to this i don't know but her name is deanna i won't share her last name because who knows if she wants me to but deanna you're our new favorite fan um, we will remember our only you. Fan and we our will remember fan. you when we become famous. You will be in the Oscar speech. I this is still struggling. I'm Bray. I'm Fran. And we can't wait to see you next time when we talk about something else. We don't know yet. Bye. Bye. Bye.